Hello, everyone. This is Catherine Pride, the director and co-writer of Genesis Avalon Patriot. And with me is my fellow co-writer, Kristen Bays. Howdy. Hello. I Welcome to the commentary for episode one. That's a statement I didn't know I thought I was going to be making anytime soon. Because we, when we came up with the idea for the... Um, a billion the years ago. The sequel to the show, it was before the dawn of time. seven years ago. So it was, and it was more than that because we were writing we were, season four yeah. and three. So, well, and I came up with the character Patriot Minuteman and yes. Vanguard in like 2008. Yeah. 2007. Yeah. So, yeah. Before so, before I met you. Yes. Before you met me. So, yeah. So, for those of you who, uh, who, who might be, this might be your first time in the world of Genesis Avalon. Um, uh, Chris and I worked on Genesis Avalon together. Uh, Genesis Avalon was my passion project, and she joined as a co-writer with me and uh, is now, like, my co-writer in life and stuff because we're, like, totally married. Um, but Co-writer in life. Co-writer in life. Co-writer in life. You love it. Okay. <laughs> Hashtag nailed it. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, so as we were working on the last two seasons of Genesis Avalon, I realized I was setting the stage for something that would... Uh, be able to tell a really different and interesting story within the world of superheroes. And so we uh, we set the, the stage for it. And so for those of you who are coming back, a lot of these characters you're going to already know, or at least vaguely remember. Uh, but then there's also some new characters. And uh, the first one on that list is actually, he's been talking underneath us. He's played by the wonderful Ben Hernandez. Uh, and that is Ben Pelson. Ben Pelson, the best. Just the he's yeah, you're you're in love with him. You just love him so much. He's so such a sweet bean. Um, he's got that he's got that Miles Morales energy he's about got that him. Miles Morales that that Robin energy. That, that I Robin love energy, myself, yeah. My Robin so yes. much. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah. Ben Ben uh, Ben nailed this audition. Like the first go oh, was great. Like it. like I heard it and I was like, oh, there we go. There he is. That, that's yeah. it. Um, but uh, but yeah. So so for those of you who remember where Avalon left off. Um, the world learned of public superheroes. Avalon had been fighting demons and all sorts of crazy crap for a few years in New York City, and it all culminated with a political party starting to take control of the local legislature and essentially authorizing the military to go after Jaina uh, and Sam, a.k.a. Genesis and Exodus Avalons, respectively. And they barely escaped to the UK, where they have, uh, they they have been, and this is a world six years after that event, and I I'm really glad we waited that long because you guys get to to show up with uh, with with the world as it is now, and uh, and when we started writing this show, it was supposed to be. Or when we came up with the concept. It's supposed to be political fiction, not fact. Yeah, it was supposed and to be highly speculative. Oh, what happened if fascists <laughs> yeah. took over the U.S.? And uh, and then a lot of things happened in the last four years. Um, but uh, but there's a if you feel like things are eerily similar to the life you the, an American may have been living in the last four years, it's, it's probably not uh, not an accident. It's probably not a coincidence. Um, Oh, also, uh, let me go ahead and uh, introduce our awesome uh, other fantastic hero, uh, John Pelson, uh, a.k.a. The Patriot, Ben is Minuteman. 
um, played by Juwan Royal, and he is absolutely fantastic. The two of them play off of each other so well. You guys are, you're going to be in for such a treat for this show, because as you may have already guessed by the fact that we're four minutes in and they are still talking, uh, this, the, these two are two of our main characters. They are definitely our vision, you know, our, 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 our view into the world uh, that okay. Jaina and Sam left. So their boots on the ground, they they see what's happening firsthand. And uh, for reasons that we will get into in further episodes, they are not exactly your average citizens. They, uh, they, they do, in fact, possess powers. So... And okay. the nature this of people having powers and and using them they must have is something that yep. has been ha in the in the universe yes. has been happening more and more. And every time somebody pops up with powers, they get shut down. Yeah, and and well, you'll you'll certainly hear about that more in uh, in further episodes um, as we continue. But uh, but yeah, this is certainly the kind of your first blush at what what happens when people with powers appear. Um, as Ben mentioned earlier on in the scene, a uh, peaceful protest is put down violently and and spun by the propaganda machine before it can even get out uh, to other people. So there's definitely a sense of if you don't forcibly uh, take action and resist, then you will not have an opportunity to in the future. Um, also, uh, so, so we just had one of the coolest moments of the episode happen that yep. I know you're excited about. Yep. So, so each of the characters that you're going to meet in the show, uh, much like how how Sam and Jaina uh, and and Olivia and, and Tim and the others that you that are from the original show, all have different powers. Uh, ben and John also have a unique power set, and they, it's kind of cool because they sort of share some stuff with other people. Um, like, uh, we'll get into it later in the episode, but obviously if you've listened to the episode already, you know that Casey is back. Casey Sloan, a.k.a. the Vanguard, um, and she is a speedster. Uh, and similarly, Ben has some level of speed ability, um, but also has this really cool precognitive ability. So I've kind of heard this sequence of his dad just eating things. Um... Uh, before it happened, which is great because uh, thank you so much, Joan, because I definitely gave him sound effects. He was like, and then John yeets the thing. And so I got SFX Walla that was like, John yeets the thing. So there's some there's some real great classic old school sound effects cues in our writing. Yes, of, the, the pendant classics. Yeah. Ridiculous phrases. Everyone, this former house of justice. Has been corrupted by the fascist regime who has stolen our government. Um, I love this theme music I picked. I'm not gonna lie. It's like, so I'm gonna talk myself up for a second here, but okay, so all the music's from Toon Peddler, which is awesome, but also very different from the first show, because the first show used a lot of different music sources. Um, that's not to say that you won't hear some stuff that's familiar, um, as we go, but, uh, but, but Toon Peddler allows me a lot more opportunity to, to find fun stuff like rock music with super awesome guitar riffs. Um, but uh, I, I found that this song is aptly and appropriately named Burn It Down. And I felt like nothing nothing represents John better. Um, as Patriot is definitely the fire and the brimstone. Um, and uh, I don't want to give anything away. Like, I'm talking and I just I don't want to give anything away about the lore of the show. But this is for you guys to kind of jump in in media res. The well, things you're going to learn are going to be yeah. pretty awesome. And I mean, so. I think it's safe to say that, like, what we're establishing in this scene here 
with with them attacking the checkpoint. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they say we're here to stop the fascists, but they're using terrorism to do it. One and, and the, the whole concept behind Patriot in general was one man's terrorist is another man's patriot. Right. Yeah. And we're definitely and where is the line between patriotic dismantling, mm -hmm. like patriotic but violent well, dismantling of corrupt and unequal systems? Yeah. And terrorism. Yep. And you're yeah, the coyote absolutely. Um. <laughs> Yes! yes! Thank you, Ben, for nailing that. I'm um, like, oh, it's coming, it's coming. I gotta be quiet. Be, be it's one of my okay, favorite. It's one of my favorite. Uh, and then, on top of that, the uh, Ted Hazard, who plays the, that that steward, that head steward, uh, called him boy, and I was like, oh, you don't no. ever do that, no. And then I was like, I'm so, I'm even happier that he called him. That he went meet me, Basil. Now. Save civilians. I don't have time to save everyone if you keep breaking stuff. Right now, yeah. I'm saving you. Yeah, I, oh man, I love Ben. Um, yeah, I'm really like, like, I'm really excited for everybody to get to know them because, like, they've been in our heads for years now, and like, I already know how they're gonna interact with like, the characters. We've already written season one completely, um, and as of time of recording, I'm already halfway through production of season one. So, so we're recording this well, well ahead of time um, from premiere. But, uh, but Ben is. Ben is a lot of fun, and I love the debate that he and John participate in throughout this whole show. The, the, con the constant debate. Yeah, it's um, it it's it's really nice. Like it's very nice to have people come from both sides of that argument differently, and to to genuinely try to sometimes get along and sometimes not. Speed. Yes. Also, I, that's oh. that's one of my favorite things about about uh, doing this scene is is getting to do the quick changes from one one setting to another from and the speed. speed. And so it's like there's silence, and then suddenly, boom, there's and somewhere like, else. Just the, the audio cue of you're moving faster than the sound is moving. Yeah. And therefore, you don't hear anything. Yep. Yep. That's what I was going for. Um, it's just like so. I cool. love it. I love it when you catch my mixing tricks like before I say anything. Honey, I Thank got you. you. <laughs> you baby you know i know what you do better be you do so good yeah. oh so okay all right so for those of you who are fans of avalon who you know are like the ogs like uh you know like some of our folks who still follow me on twitter and 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 on the discord and all sorts of stuff um I know. You may remember these characters. You should, uh, especially the 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 second voice you heard, um, Dr. Leanne Matthews, played by uh, Leanne Brown. Um, she was Jaina's mentor all through the first show. Um, and where we last left off from her was you heard about her leaving the city, but you didn't know where she was going after that. Um, and I I wanted not only as kind of like yes, a fun like cameo stunt cast sort of like callback thing i did want to kind of put a pin in that so that everybody knows that leanne made it out just fine and uh also returning for a very surprise cameo is jack Kalk as uh as chris um who is leanne's brother and for those of you who remember asara that was asara's husband uh in episode Thirty, hmm, First episode, no, for like for so second episode <laughs> of the three-part arc that was Asara. Yeah, I have to go back and look again. Um, oh, all right, thirty-eight, thirty-eight, because thirty-six was when they got rid of Obsidian. Um, you know, I can't count past twelve. I know, I know. Um, and then also, obviously, you for those of you who've heard Laura Post before, Jaina is here and. 
Uh, they are in Canada, safe and sound for the moment, while they are regrouping. And then that was Paul Brueggemann playing Leo Blake, a.k.a. Sir Lancelot. Uh, and then there's there's the wonderful and, and, and fantastically talented uh, Chris Hackney playing Noir. So um, a lot of awesome people in this cast. I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful and excited that Laura and Chris both took time out of their busy, busy, busy professional VO schedules. To, to come back for this show because I could not do it without them. Um, they're both so wonderful. And the cat's still talking. Cat's, cat's still talking. Um, this was fun because I, I like I like getting to write uh, comedy and like I don't I don't do that that often with like a lot of my comedies like this where it's very like quick beats but. Uh, it felt like a nice, easy way for all of you who might not know these characters to kind of get an idea of what's going on. So Noir is, as Leanne says, the magical familiar. He uh, he was a, a big panther when Avalon was transformed, and then when when he doesn't need to be, he's a black kitty cat or an actual human man because he uh, was a human man who was cursed by uh, the demon slash Egyptian goddess Sekhmet. So now he's and there he is being human and wonderful. Um, <laughs> I might be sick. Jack gave this. He gave like five reasons this, and that one made me laugh every time. I was like, okay, that's the one we're going. Haberdashery. Okay. All right. All right. Paul, I have made that joke a million times. That joke is now a standard joke in our house. If, if somebody is a regular person, you're like, oh, it's a regular guy. You might see in a haberdashery. Yeah, every time. Every time. I am the magical familiar for Genesis Avalon, the last priestess of the Isles, imbued with the power of the gods and defender of the realm from all... For anyone who may have seen the, the new Charmed show that came out a couple years ago, the reboot, um, Rupert Evans playing uh, uh, Harry, very much the same energy as Noir. <laughs> The same energy. We I would cast him. Cat turned to me and was like, oh my god, it's Noir. <laughs> it is. Noir love action. I'm just trying to wrap my head around all of this so yeah you know what to be fair yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of listeners probably are also trying to wrap their head around Leanne where we left off mentor, um uh, Jaina, but i had no idea she was yeah was so for those of you who this might be your first time uh listening to this universe uh we're trying very hard to take the the comic book new run aspect of the storytelling um you know jez savalon was like the first run that went the four volumes, and this is the new run. This is all so, new, all, all different. New, all, yeah, yeah, all new, all different. Just Sevelyn Rebirth no era, the new Fifty Two. We, we, we were at, we were at issue like eight, four, five, but now we started over at issue one. But exactly. We still have the eight. The, yeah, the exactly. All that continuity still happened. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we're sorry. Uh, yeah, but not sorry. No, not at all. Um, but the whole idea was, as you go through the season, you know, if anything is uh, confusing. Um, Hopefully we clear it up. You know, we, we try to make sure that we reiterate things did happen, the magic, the lore. But at the same time, you don't need to know everything. Um, I do. I know nothing. You need to know everything and you know nothing? Yeah. Because everything goes in one ear and out the other. It really does. <laughs> I'm the not helpful partner here. That's not true. You write, you write really good stuff. One. But and I kind of like chip in every on. so often with ideas. We have to get to Niagara to do it. And yeah. I come to you with like a vague notion, a and then you go, "Cool, but what if you tied this yeah, thing and this no, thing together?" Yeah, like, that's your 
definitely your skill your your epic skill set um so um one thing i do like about this and i think because i've talked about it quite often because i'm a big old shipper and anybody who knows me knows that i love to ship couples um i very much wanted jaina and sam to be a solvent couple you know for this show it is not about a love triangle or will they won't they i wanted to show you know people in stable relationships dealing with clearly unstable things um and i'm really looking forward to getting to tell that story um even though unfortunately right now sam is in a prison <laughs> and for anyone who listened to the second trailer you, you heard how great that is for him that's getting a zero um, zero star Yelp review. <laughs> zero out of ten would <laughs> yeah, not, not recommend. recommend. Mm. So uh, I didn't get a chance to mention that Jamie Forney played our other news reporter, but yeah. this one is Anthony Fleece, and he does a fantastic. <laughs> I literally was like Tucker Carlson. Can you give me like Tucker Carlson mixed with like maybe some like Al like Alex Jones or Bill O'Reilly? And he nails it every time. Damn it! I knew it had to be bad, but state-sponsored news. State-approved curriculum? What is that about? That way they can so, um, we'll get into this more in the next episode, but I do kind of want to, like, tee it up a little bit here because uh, Leo, obviously, uh, has an American accent. He's talking about how he's an American expat. Um, with Jaina and Sam being in the U.K., the reason for them being in the U.K., if you did not listen to the other show, is that they found the reincarnation of King Arthur, uh, who was able to take Excalibur and defeat Morgan Le Fay. Um, and, and we'll go into that later because yeah, like the next, the next episode will, will jump over to the, the UK not, folks. But it's not a spoiler to say that in doing all of that, the Isle of Avalon, quote unquote, reappeared, which the Isle of Avalon shares physical space with the Isle of Great Britain. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so suddenly you've got new landmass. You've got landmass that used stuff. to be, you know, just like field just or town. And now yeah. it's like mythical field and town. I think you just like Tom Holland did something. I think I think we haven't revealed that yet in the in, in the text for like another three episodes, but it's fine. Yeah. No, that's in the old, that's in the old episodes. <laughs> no, that's in Does the original. Yes. I don't think it's in the original show. Yeah, it's at the end of the original yeah. show. All right, if you say so. I, I trust you. <laughs> How do I know it? Spider-Man's in space. How did I know it? <laughs> it didn't already happen. Because we've written a whole season. I don't remember that. <laughs> I wrote half of it. You know I don't remember anything I write. Mm -hmm. I only remember things I listen to. The point. Still took um, oh, okay. So this scene right here where Chris is explaining um, how the how Freedom the and Security Party, yeah. which is the party the stewards took bar. Um... For any of you in American politics not paying attention to the Voting Rights Act, you should be paying attention to the Voting Rights Act. This is exactly, this right here is exactly what can be done with a highly partisan gerrymandering and uh, a lack of legal checks and balances. Um, and uh, that's actually one of the things that I'm really excited about to delve into here because, you know, it, me personally, it's very difficult because I am a pretty politically active person and if nothing else, politically passionate. Um and it's very difficult when you want to ensure fairness and equality, but you feel like the problems are too big. Like one person individually can't affect change. It requires mass movement, and that can be really, really daunting and very difficult. And one of the things that we wanted to do with the show was, and personally I wanted to do with the show, 
was kind of give give people a feeling of yeah that might be the case but that doesn't mean that your individual action doesn't matter you can affect change that is what makes you a patriot is you you have to stand up for uh you know for freedom and equality and civil rights and the ability you know the, the ability for everyone to pursue life you know life liberty and the pursuit of happiness you know um and that's hard because sometimes sometimes the only way to 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 hammer out intolerance is to be intolerant of intolerance and tolerant of everything else and that's that's hard um so you know we ju we're just we're just getting into it but that uh that's that, that bit of the scene where where you know leanne says some days it's just better not to know i live that a lot <laughs> and this is part of my way of not uh of not giving into the urge to stop caring because that can be very hard. And so that's why, like, I'm really glad that, like, we're getting a chance to tell the story because the resistance movement that we just are panned into now with uh, Mark Allen Jr., the wonderful and talented Mark Allen Jr., who's also our sensitivity reader, um, playing Evan Spencer, uh, gives you an opportunity to see what their resistance still looks like in the U.S., People might be downtrodden, but they're not, they're not completely out. Um, but, uh, obviously this is, <laughs> hi Vanguard. Um, uh, but, but you know, they're, they're having a rough go. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, that would be Anna Rodriguez Kelly playing, uh, Casey Sloan, uh, the Vanguard. Um, uh, for those of you who might be following the Twitter at freedom has a voice with no E. Um, that is this character. That is Casey Sloan. Um, the, the voice of freedom. So, um, and, uh, she started out as just a, you know, a, 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 a blogger trying to, to raise the, the call to awareness. And, um, I think that has to do with her, her power set. Yes. If you want to go into that for a second. So she is... No, she's I the vanguard. I know. She's I mean, the like vanguard. That. She is magically compelled mm. to raise the battle cry. She is magically compelled me. to be the first Damn one to it. battle. There you Where's go. My leg? So it's more than just that she's super fast or that she has a little bit of precognitive ability. It's that she has a literal magical compulsion to act. Yeah, she couldn't sit out. If she wanted to, yeah. she would be magically forced. Which to do it. super cool Easter egg for those of you who have listened to the first show. If you remember, hey, Casey is the voice of freedom appeared in season like three, like at the very beginning of season three, like kind of even going back as far as season two. Um, and she was raising the alarm on what was happening in quote controlling the plague that Knox Avalon had released onto the city, kind of seeing what what was being done in the name of quote public safety against superheroes. Um, so she's definitely been the vanguard long before she was ever a speedster. Yeah. Um, and there is uh, M. Sierra Garcia as Carrie Arthur and Trent Clifton as Julian. As soon as he there he is. <laughs> I knew he was in there somewhere. Um, so those are our two intrepid reporters from the first show, uh, who who who've moved into the the resistance movement and have have stuck around. Um, but as this scene talks about, uh, 
It's been a hard six years. So, um, one of those days already. Yeah, hard six years. Now this. Oh, well, <laughs> genius here got tagged running supplies at Astoria. And I, hmm, I lost my Doing taser. Doing that thing where we're quiet when listening. The it's the no, first time I've shut up the whole commentary, I think. Damn it. Don't and it lasted anymore, mm, 10 seconds. <laughs> that, that's tomorrow's problem. I heard we had some intel come in. Was it from my brother? Ah, yes, her brother, so, who is uh, the king of Avalon. Carrie Arthur is Timothy Arthur, Arthur's uh, sister. Oh, so yeah, and Tim Arthur is our king, who you will meet next episode if you've not met him before. I do love him so much. Um, also, can we talk about Anna just nailing this ass this whole episode? She really does. She does. She does. She really does. I mean, and, and to be fair, I asked her, to, I, we, when we came back and said, you know, here's, here's the sequel, here's what we're doing, we did, we did level with Anna that Anna would be playing a, a version of Casey that was very different than what she had left uh, at the end of the first show. Um, as as uh, Julian just alluded to. So I'm not going to go into it now because we are going to go into it in another episode. This... This uh, this storyline uh, in in terms of like the no, sacrifices hey, and the difficulties second. of the Freedom Press, uh, um, right now center She's around the loss of Bobby, who, if you're a fan happened. of the original show, you know he friend, was uh, he Evan's lover. He was Julian's be best friend. Um, he was an editor for the New York Gazette. And uh, he also was one of the first people to really radically change himself for the purpose of resisting um, and, and actually trying to stand up for the little guy. And, um, you know, in part because he's, he's a gay man, um, but also because that's just who Bobby was. And uh, when we were uh, talking about where the show was going to go, um, we knew that there needed to be something... Explosive that had changed the dynamic of the Freedom Press from where it had left off, and uh, and so we'll talk more about what happened to Bobby. Um, but uh, needless to say, it's even mentioned here um, a little bit. Uh, the fact that Casey is injured and can no longer walk and has to use her speed as a sort of a superpowered crutch. Uh, and Bobby's death are not completely unrelated. We'll talk about that yeah. more in a few episodes. Genesis Avalon. Yes! Episode and one. we're back to the Patriot theme, bum, bum, bum. which is so weird because for those of you who know Avalon, there's like a whole like different theme, and this is very, very different than that first one, but uh, but this is a very different show, and I'm very excited to to keep going. Um, so yeah, so... Oh my gosh, we're through the first episode. I can't believe, I still can't believe we're doing this. Like, I know, it's been it's a been plot a bunny billion, in my head for so long. Billion years. Yeah, so, um, yeah, so, uh, so, uh, yeah, if you, um, if you like this, I hope you did anyway. Uh, please feel free to come let us know over on Twitter. I am at Genesis Avalon, pretty easy to find. Um, you can also tweet the voice of freedom directly at, uh, freedom has a voice without an E, so... F-R-E-E-D-O-M-H-A-S-A-V-O-I-C. Um, and then also, uh, you can pop by uh, Pendant's, uh, Pendant's uh, uh, Twitter 
at Pennant Audio or at Pennant Web. Um, and then, uh, you know, uh, otherwise, if you're already on our Discord, uh, feel free to come ping me and yell at me about the show. Uh, I love all forms of screaming and fangirling and uh, throwing of tomatoes if necessary, but um, try to keep the tomatoes to a minimum. They're very acidic, and uh, I don't want to have to do wash. Um, so, anyway, I uh, hope you guys enjoyed it, and uh, check us out by going to www.pendantaudio.com, and I, we, will, uh, we will see you next month. Yep. Bye. Bye.